I had a question from one of you misfitters, one of a friend of mine that it's so funny because I love, I love these simple questions. The questions that you either hear or read and your first initial reaction is going to be like, well, duh. But then when you stop and think, wait, how do I explain that to somebody? That's when it gets that therein lies the, the goodness of it. So my buddy asked me, he says, what does it mean to love God? Or how do we love God? You know, we, we hear about it all the time. It's one of the greatest commandments or one of the most important commandments. Uh, Jesus says, what's the greatest commandment? That you love God with all your soul, mind, body, and spirit or however he says it. And what's interesting, it's cool because I just read or learned about how in the original uh, Hebrew that the how we translate mind, body, and soul, those aren't three separate things in, in original context. <clears throat> Sorry, fighting through a sickness on top of everything else. Um, that would it would all be one thing, and and I believe that's one thing that we're we're missing in our modern day translation. That mind, body, and soul is not separate. It's not. We don't find three different ways to love or try to somehow think about how do we love him, love him all at the same time with all those things. It's all one thing. It's saying we love God with everything we are every bit of ounce of fiber everything that we're made up of we need to train our bodies to love God with everything we are still what does that mean well let's even just think about how God uses love of your neighbor love of your fellow brothers and sisters we sacrifice for them we put them first above ourselves we love unconditionally we forgive we you know all these things all of that can be trans, tra- transferred to God, except for obviously in a much greater way, because He's not only, uh, you know, what we love with all our hearts, minds, body, and souls, but He is our Lord, He is our God, He is our King, He is our ruler, but He's our Father, and He's our friend, and He's all that. So we lift Him up higher above everything else, but still, love to God is love, right? God is love. He defines what love is. So we look at how God has loved us. We look at how he commands us to love others. And we transfer all that to to him, but in the most extreme degree that we can. Remember, God, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't even think God ever says, I love you. He doesn't say I love you. He shows it. Love is an action. It's also a feeling, but it's much more than that. It doesn't say for God said he loved the world, so he gave his only son. No, God loved the world. Uh, that's an action. That's a that's a putting into play his love. So still, what does all this mean? How do we love them? I get it, but I still don't get it. Well, it's a constant fight every day. How how do we show that we love our spouse? How do we show that we love our friends? It's a constant, uh, we have to like fight ourselves, we're for our flesh all the time because our flesh wants only what's going to make us happy and pleasurable to our own uh, feelings. So even more so, we train our minds to hold every thought captive, to meditate on God's word, to pray on God's word, 
to be growing in our faith, growing in our maturity, growing in our knowledge, growing in our our seeing and savoring, um, growing in our worship. You know, there's a lot of growth that needs to be happening. And so if it's not happening every day, then we are taking steps back, you know, maybe even standing still. I don't know. I have a hard time with, with thinking of standing still. We're either moving forward or backwards. But so this is why I so overly emphasize all the time of being in the word and be praying and be worshiping. And it's like, it has to be all those things because if you just have a lot of knowledge of God, you, you, uh, you can see the dangers of that because it's puff, it puffs up. You know, people are, are just overly proud of their knowledge of God, but they don't really have any kind of joy in him. Or people that are just all touchy-feely and just all experiential and emotion-driven. You know, it's like they have this fire and love for God, but it really has no substance because they're just seeking out the next fuzzy feeling of, about God and towards God and God towards them. Worship and spirit and truth. So, yeah, I mean, I think everything that I talk about on these is how do we love God more? How do we behold God more? How do we savor Christ? How do we, you know, all these things is all how we love God. So I hope that answers at all. It's not a simple, simple answer. It's a, it's a, anything about God is difficult in the sense of just, it's deep, you know, um, but yeah, I love you guys. 